This is a podcast from Rover. How's this for a yarn? Do you want the uh, intro? I can play an intro yeah, if you want, mate. You want to split that in there? Uh, yeah. How's this for a yarn? Told you I could do my job. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is from uh, <laughs> a bloke by the name of Ronnie Grundy, who was in the army. Hey, fellas, I'm one of your new UK podcast listeners after recently discovering your epic show. I recently reached the end of my career in the British Army after serving 27 years in the infantry and thought I'd share one of my funniest events that happened in my career for you to read on the show. Wow, thank you very much, Ronnie. Here we go. Back in the late 90s, my unit was deployed to Northern Ireland to assist the police with their security and um, prevention uh, of the feuding factions from conducting terrorism. (sighs) Hectic job. Part of what we did was patrol the towns, cities and countryside to show presence and prevent the free movement of terrorists. It was on one of these countryside patrols that the whole patrol was put into absolute hysterics. It was late evening and was starting to get a bit dark when we left the patrol base and it had been raining heavily during the day and our feet and legs were absolutely soaked minutes after leaving in the long grass as we skirted around the edge of the village heading towards some farmer's fields. After clambering through a thick hedge, we had to duck under a single wire electric fence that was around about four foot high. Here we go. The first of us, the first few of us, anyhow, managed to negotiate this with ease. A few seconds later, there was a deafening crack, and the whole sky lit up for a split second, following an almighty groaning noise that surely absolutely no human was able to produce. I turned around to see the last man in the patrol, a bloke by the name of Mark. He hadn't quite managed to uh, require the height which was needed to get under said electric cattle fence and had received a shock. He was stood bent at the waist, a, a, blow, a bellow of steam coming off his wet boots and his <laughs> rifle dangling from him on a shoulder sling. As he regained his wits and tried to move on again, another huge bang lit up not only the sky, but as if in slow motion, his whole outline lit up like a neon skeleton and with bolts of lightning shot out either side of him 20 or so metres down the fence line. He let out another unearthly groan from somewhere deep within him. I cautiously approached him as uh, as he was just stood rigid in his steaming boots. I love that his boots are steaming. <laughs> what transpired was he had gotten low enough to get the long radio antenna below the fence uh, and caught the wire between the back of his neck and the antenna, preventing him from moving forward. As we were wearing steel <laughs> army helmets, the rim of his helmet was preventing him from moving back. So every move uh, back or forth was lighting him up, lighting him up like a Halloween skeleton costume. <laughs> Sending lightning bolts up and down the fence every time, losing a bit of his soul, which exited his body in a loud, unhuman groan. After four more shocks while guiding him off like one of those beat the buzzer maze games, we finally got operation. We finally got him clear of the fence. He was fine after a short rest, uh, but the radio didn't make it. Unfortunately, the locals really didn't like us in that area. As we passed the farmer's house on the way out of the field, we saw the cattle fence had been wired up to the. So not only had Mark been getting the shocks of his life, he had managed to mount the entire board and take out all the power to the farmer's house. (laughs) 240 volts to the back of the neck. Great times. Keep up the good work, lads. Roddy and the UK team. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Thank you very much for the uh, how's it for a yarn. Great yarn, Ronnie. Anytime, mate. You can come on again. (laughs)
Oi. The Giant Dunk Podcast. <laughs>